Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Forever. Dog. Welcome to another episode of Best Show Bests, the greatest hits of the best show, with me, your host, Tom Sharpling. If you like what you hear, make sure you join us every Tuesday night on Twitch at 6 p.m. Pacific for a brand new episode of The Best Show featuring callers, celebrity guests, live music, and plenty of surprises. Enjoy! Best Show. Hey, Tom, it's Dietrich in Newbridge Flats. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for calling in, Dietrich. Yeah, um... I hope it's not too late. I, I, I have one for the topic I, I don't think has been, has been submitted yet. Okay. What is that? Well, do you remember Chips Ahoy cookies? Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, there was this very short-lived cookie made by Nabisco's rival Keebler back in the fall of 75. And this thing was supposed to steal a pretty substantial portion of Nabisco's cookie revenue. Okay. I didn't know about this. What were they called? Well, I'll get to that. There's, there's an interesting kind of heavy backstory, but, um, basically the cookie was inspired by a scene, uh, in the movie jaws, which was, you know, was massive that summer. Like the first blockbuster, I guess is what it's, I guess is what it's known as. Yeah. Um, for you younger people out there who might not know, Jaws is the movie where the guy from Krippendorf's tribe yells, this boat needs to be way bigger. <laughs> and it, you know, that's, of course, a big, a big meme now, but, but that, that's where it comes from in case, in case anyone is, that, is that a big meme? That's, that's a big meme now? Oh, I see it all the time, don't you? I don't. I don't. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I don't think a week goes by when I don't get at least four people emailing me, this boat needs to be way bigger memes. Well, I might have to, I might have to step up my meme game. I think you might. You might. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, in the movie, Robert Shaw delivers this terrifying speech that John Milius wrote about the USS um, Indianapolis and Basically, the Indianapolis was on its way home from a secret mission delivering the, the bomb that destroyed Hiroshima, and it, it got torpedoed, and almost everyone on the boat either died from the explosion or from these horrific shark attacks. And, I mean, just the, the saddest, worst way to go ever, just terrifying. Anyway, someone at Keebler... I don't know how this made it through all the, you know, all the uh, quality control people that it had to go through to get made. But someone had the bright idea to make cookies that were in the shape of sharks and have the, the uh, package they came in look just like the USS Indianapolis. And these things were called Choco Bites. Choco Bites? Yes. How crazy is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There was, even a, com- 
there was a commercial for them, and it only aired once. Okay. What, what, what was the commercial? About, well, it, it featured a Little League coach, and, and he's talking to his team, and, and he's psyching them up for the big championship game by telling them that they need to eat choco bites to get energy for the game. And so they're all gathered around him in the dugout, and you know they're listening very, very patiently, and you know they in, in rapt attention. And, and he's basically telling them the story from the movies that that Shaw told. And and so you know they're at his feet and they're listening, and and, and he's like, you know, the thing about a shark, he's got lifeless eyes. Black eyes, like a doll's eyes. When he comes at you, doesn't seem to be living until he bites you. And those black eyes roll over white. And then, oh, then you hear that terrible high-pitched screaming. The ocean turns red, and in spite of all the pounding and hollering, they all come in and they rip you to pieces. Now, you can see the terror in the kid actors' faces. So imagine what kids tuning into Saturday morning cartoons felt like as they watched this thing. It's insane, right? How long was the commercial? It was, it was at least 45 seconds. It wasn't quite a minute, but it was, okay. it was longer than a traditional 30 second. Yeah, so. Okay, that's they, long. They the, yeah. They pulled the commercial from the airwaves, and they also pulled the product from stores on the same day because kids and parents were losing their s. Hmm. Wow. And That's I, I, crazy. I will say, if I, I'll say this: I did have a choco bite at a friend's house, and they were pretty good. Okay. Yeah. They were. And. And Tom, you would be right in guessing that the shark's black eyes were, in fact, chocolate chips. Yeah, that that makes sense. That that would be uh, that that would be uh, a logical thing to use as a as a shark's eyes. Yeah, I'll tell you, things were different back then. You, I guess, products got got greenlit that that would never get greenlit now, right? Hmm. Yeah. Seems like seems like those were different times. Yeah. That's like uh, that Lou Reed song where he says, uh, what did he say? Sitting in a, a Stutz Bearcat jammy. And I think jammy was his pet dog. Those were different times. I don't know if that was his pet dog. I'm not sure if, 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 if that was about him and his pet dog. Well, I thought the whole song was about the pet dog. I don't think so. I don't think Sweet Jane is about Lou Reed's pet dog. Well, we could argue about that all night, but there's one thing we can't argue about. What's that? What is also a great snack? Okay, and what what is that? Anything on the menu at Hoodies. What what is Hoodies? Oh my God! Only literally the hottest new restaurant in Newbridge. Hoodies? I've ne- I've never heard of hoodies. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, son, hoodies—it's the only restaurant in the Quin Cities, or, or I think anywhere, that uses car hoods instead of conventional grills to cook food. Oh. Wait, what? 
Yes. It's it true. Has, and w- okay, go ahead. God, I don't want to interrupt you, Dietrich. Well, we opened this past weekend, and oh my God, what a scorcher it was, right? I don't think it ever got below 90 degrees. Anyway, this it was quite a shebang, literally. And you probably heard and saw our, our very special fireworks display, right? I did see uh, fireworks. I definitely heard and saw fireworks. They were pretty, it was a pretty high quality display, actually. And there were fireworks that were like the usual, the usual suspects, the orange ones and the red, white, and blue and all that. Then there were a couple, there were just these black fireworks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which it seems like they would be hard to see, but they were, you could see them, but they were real creepy. Yeah, yeah, they they have the slightest outline, but 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 you can't really tell unless you really squint. But they have this like dark presence that's kind of like you said, creepy, real yeah. scary. Yeah, real, but like bad vibes from a firework. Though those were less fun they, than the other fireworks. That's what they're called. They're called bad vibes. That's the product uh, code. Oh wow! Well, that's a, that's interesting. Yeah, no, those they, they, there were there were a lot of cool ones too. And then the was there did they like do the shape of a what was it? Was it a duck or something? It looked like it was yeah. some sort of bird. Well, it was kind of like a a duck python hybrid. That's what it was sold to me as. But in all honesty, I, I think they really asked the bet on that one. It, it didn't look. I thought it looked like an otter dying or something. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Yeah, well, they were they were they were great fireworks. Um, but please tell. I, I, I'm interested in hearing more about. This really weird food system you have at at hoodies, right? Right. Well, you know, have you've heard the old expression? It's so hot you can fry an egg on a car hood, right? Yes. Well, I decided to take that notion to its logical conclusion, opening a restaurant that makes this concept a flagrantly delicious reality. Okay. Okay. So basically, Hoodies is located in the parking lot of what used to be Driscoll's Toy Store until it burned down, of course, that night in 2018 due to what Officer Harrops and local investigators said was faulty wiring, but most clear-thinking skeptics believe was arson at the hands of a jealous Malibu Barbie. Remember that night? What a weird night that was. That was a nice toy store. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fun yeah. stuff. 
Anywho, we have 10 gorgeous vintage cars parked in the lot, each manned by several of our specially trained car hood chefs who cook a variety of delicious breakfast foods like the aforementioned eggs prepared in, in, in a variety of styles, fried, scrambled, half-scrambled, semi-poached, fully scrambled, uh, pancakes, home fries, away fries. Uh, we do sumptuous lunch fare like steak sandwiches, uh, tuna melts, burgers, Monte Cristos, Monte Melnicks, uh, Rubens, Darren's, Morton's, uh, Timmy's. But, you know, we don't only utilize the hood of the car to prepare our delicious food. We offer a whole slew of sumptuous desserts baked fresh every morning in the engine of a 1978 Mack truck. Really? We do, yeah. Cakes, uh, pies, cookies, snickerdoodles, snickerdoodles, those are gluten-free. Uh, brownies, whiteies, those are basically just vanilla brownies. Uh, and, and Tom, you've heard of the old uh, potato in the tailpipe thing, right? Where you stick a potato in someone's tailpipe and it absolutely yeah. their car. Mm -hmm. well, yes. That's how, that's how we cook our fully loaded baked potatoes to perfection. You haven't lived until you've had a golden brown spud straight from the exhaust pipe of a 68 Corvette. Oh, D Dietrich, I got to say, um, this food sounds uh, very intriguing, but there, there, there must be some health concerns with, um, with a fair amount of how this is prepared. Uh, uh, I mean, especially that last thing you said with the, the carbon monoxide. Oh no, that's the that's the cool thing because all of the vehicles are are vintage. That's not a problem because, as far as I know, emissions didn't really get poisonous until the nineties. Well, that's not how that works at all. They just may, they were not monitoring certain things. Hmm. Huh. Well, again, like the Lou Reed song, we could argue about that all night. But I, I prefer to just be friends. Okay, so this is. I mean, I didn't think that's it. Either either we discuss the health merits or lack thereof of these, or we're friends. That's how I conduct pretty much my entire personal life. Uh, I hate conflict, so I would rather just not argue at all and just be friends with everybody. It, it's kind of it, it doesn't really help a lot in a lot of situations, especially business. But no, it sounds incredibly. Incredibly short-sighted and unhealthy. That's what all my therapists continue to say to this day. What, you all, what do you mean, all your therapists? I've got seven on rotation. Okay. Well, yeah, every day of the week. Okay. Well, you're taking care of your mental well-being, so I, I commend I'm, you on that. I'm, I'm trying. Thanks. But, man, I'll tell you, I wish I'd known you were in town because I would have certainly invited you to the grand opening, but I just assumed you were going to be at that wacky package convention in Westbridge. Wait, at the, at the, there was a wacky package convention. Yeah. At the Westbridge Hilton. You, you knew about it, right? No, no, I didn't really. This past. Yeah. When, when it was, was it? It was, it was Saturday and Sunday. Oh my God! They had like a who's who of of of, of who created wacky packages. Oh, uh, no, uh, no. Bert Larson. Bert Larson was there. Um, who else? His, uh, 
Tony, uh, uh, Tony Martinez, of course, who took over from Bert. I can't believe you didn't know about this. I didn't. I, I mean, this is this is heartbreaking. This is heartbreaking, right. Dietrich. I, I I didn't know anything about this, and I, I mean, I'm a pretty I'm a pretty uh, pretty prevalent member of the community with this. I, I I'm on at least four mailing lists and and newsletters. I get a physical newsletter every month. I get a email updates all the time. Anything I got alerts set on my Google. Man, that's well, exactly that's what really I could have used. Oh, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry and to be Bert Larson, there. And Bert Larson and Tony Martinez were there? Both of them, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I'm, I feel like I really... Oh, I feel like I killed the conversation. I'm sorry. No, that's just... I mean... Man. Well, look, there's going to be more, just, more conventions. There, there has to be, right? Oh no! I mean, this this would have been this would have been perfect. I mean, I, I if Bert Larson was there, I could have gotten my Captain Munch's Crunch Boogies uh, sticker signed. That's been one of my goals. The guy who did Wikis and Awful Bits, Pest Awful yeah, Bits. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Rookie Crisp. Oh man! Yeah, all, the, all yeah. my favorite cereal wacky packages. Well, like I said, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be other ones. I, I just don't know why you didn't didn't read about it in the wacky the wacky weekly, huh? I mean, Tony Martinez did Pupco Dismal. I know, I know. That's and that's not even his crowning achievement, you know. But, but no. Oh man. Hmm. This well, look. Sucks. Let's. Let's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring it down. Um, oh well. God, I wish you could have been at the at the grand opening because I, I think you would have had a blast. You know, uh, Chris Nunez and Oliver Peck from Ink Masters were there to help flip burgers. Um, Jeff Oliphant did a 40 minute drum solo using spatulas and mixing bowls. I think you would have really grooved to it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll have other other celebrations later in the summer. I mean, it's going to be a hot summer, so there's always going to be something. I, I'm hoping to get Vince Neil to show up and 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 sing one of his patented uh, three song sets. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. I got yeah. Well, the, yeah, you're right. It is a long summer. It is a long summer. Yeah, um, it's gonna be more fun. I swear. I swear. Yeah. Yeah. Your name is Dietrich. You said right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what's your last name, Dietrich? Have we met uh, before? Scheinwald. I don't think so. Dietrich Scheinwald is, is is my full name. Wait, Dietrich Scheinwald. You're the. Okay, now this is kind of making sense. Are you, you're the are, are well? Uh, my favorite Newbridge restaurant is Greener Pastures. Are you, you're the owner of that place? Yes, son, that's me. Is uh, it, Julie your favorite? Oh, absolutely! Oh my God, yes! Wow, I'm I so glad it. that you 
you like our food. That's amazing. I mean, it's so hard to find really good vegan food in Newbridge, but I got to say your food is at least as good as any vegan food I've had anywhere. Well, that's, that's what it's all about for me. You know, I, I really wanted to bring the finest vegan, vegan, vegan. I've been on the start, I've been on the Star Trek kick and, you know, it, uh, Spock was a Vulcan. And so mm-hmm. I, I just kind of, I conflated, is that right? I conflated the, the, uh, the two. Somebody, anyway, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I love when he would do the finger thing and, and go, Nanu, Nanu. Mm-hmm. Well, that was Mark. Is it? Never mind. It would not, it's not. It's no big deal. Dude. Okay. I didn't mean to okay. cut you off. Well, I wanted to bring the finest uh, vegan fare possible to Newbridge, and 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 to see us ranked in the top three vegan restaurants on the Eastern Seaboard, it's it's just amazing. But what matters most to me is the smiles and the kind words of very basic, very normal people just like you. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not very basic or very normal, but that's a nice thing to say. Well, I appreciate that, and you know, you you do a great job with the place. It's thank it's, you. it's thank outstanding. Well, I should ask you, what are some of your favorite dishes at, at uh, Greener Pastures? Oh, man, that's a, wow, that's a, uh, off the top of my head. Eats us some vegan pizza, nummy, yummy, no cheesy mac and cheese. Give peas a chance. Peas on earth. Do as you peas. Peas, Mr. Toast, comma, man. A lot of peas stuff you have there at the place. Um, I'll tell you that that name took me a month to decide on. I do I use the comma or do I not? I like it with the comma. Peas, Mister Toast, comma man. And when okay, I order that, order. sometimes I'll say the comma because I like it so much. That's you. That's me. That I say the comma. Yeah. I mean, there's so many other things you got there. Doug Llewellyn's endless mashed potatoes and fake chicken bowl. A lettuce eat veggie wrap, kale force wins, and uh, my favorite is probably still the ooey gooey nummy chewy guac and no real cheese please chips. Mm, definitely a favorite. Definitely a favorite. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Making my so, mouth water right now. Mm, yeah. So glad you love it. Um. Hey. Um. Between you and me. Yeah. You know what's the secret ingredient that makes our vegan meats and, and uh, cheeses, et cetera, taste so much like the real thing, like real meat? You know, I've wondered about this, and I've, I've given this some legitimate thought. And I guess I would, if I had to guess, it's probably like a combination of like some kind of impossible meat, seitan, and probably like some gluten-free breading or something along those lines. 
Ooh, that's a really good guess. Really good. Um, but it's not quite that. Okay. Then, then what, can you tell me what it is? Sure. What is it? Meat. <laughs> that's funny. Um, what is it? Is it though like some kind of impossible beyond meat? No, it's meat. What do you mean? It's it's real meat. I mean, there's there's not a lot of meat in there. It, it's just it's just enough to give it that great taste. I I, I mean, come on, who doesn't love that taste? Well, right? I mean, I don't I don't love it when it's meat. The whole point of eating at a vegan restaurant. This is terrible. This, this is just awful. The, the whole point is that you not you're not eating meat when you go to a place like this. Well, I I don't see what the big deal is. I really don't. You don't see what the big deal is to call your place a vegan restaurant and then well, to just be much, slipping meat in there. Well, it's pretty much it. It's just a little meat. It, it's mostly turkey, maybe a little veal. Veal, veal. What? Uh, that's well, terrible, Dietrich. Come on, you don't I know how I bad mean, this is that you do this. Look, but we're doing such great business, and that—that's what it basically comes down to, right? No, it doesn't come down to how much, much or little business you do. I don't care. I, it, you're you're making a promise to the customer, and you're clearly not keeping it. Well, I didn't actually sign anything that said that. Sure, there is a, a, a written promise on the menu, but I didn't sign it, so I think that gives me a lot of wiggle room. A lot of wiggle room. I think so. Well, I disagree with you. I disagree well, with you. Oh, no. What? Oh, no. I, I'm in my office at Greener Pastures. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Some of the young local vegans gather in the bar area every Tuesday night to listen to the best show. You're some kind of god to them. I, I guess like if Eddie Trunk was a garage rocker or something. Uh-huh. Well, that's charming. Um, so well, what's going on? They they must have... I've got my wallet. Sorry. They must have heard me let the veal out of the bag. They They broke into the kitchen and they grabbed some knives and they're they're doing that thing that, that, um, that, do you hear it? That, that sharpening thing that they do. With I hear you. that. Yes, I hear it. Do you hear it? Do you hear it? Oh my that's God. Them? Uh, that's them. That's them. I thought that stuff only happened in like movies and, and that TV show Night Gallery. Oh my God. Oh no. Hey, speaking of Night Gallery. There was this one episode where, where this hippie dies and his version of hell is just having to hang out with old people. Kind of, kind of makes you think, doesn't it? I, well, that's an interesting take on what hell would be. I guess everyone would have their own individual hell, huh? Exactly, exactly. And uh, it, it looks like um, if, if these people are going to have their way, I'm going to find out what mine is soon. Oh, my God. Oh, they, they got me, Tom. What, what did they do? Um, they got me. They stabbed me. And, and uh, Tom, I'm, I'm oozing. I, uh, oh, oh, my God. They're still shopping. I, I need you to call. Oh, 
thankfully they stopped sharpening. I needed to call my girlfriend Sheila and tell her I love her. I, I, I also need to tell both my wives that I love them. Okay. All right. Long, long, long story. I'm not proud yeah. of it, but it it is what it is. Or, or I guess it it, it was what Dietrich. It, it was. Oh my God! I sound just like Ralphie when he goes. It was soap poisoning. Dietrich. Oh my God! I don't think that that might be it for Dietrich. That's awful. Wow. Oh. Wow, that's rough. The best show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk. Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Burns, segment producer Michael List. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.